Well, this is one of my favorite times of the year because, uh, well, not only because of the free dinner that Bob Pribble gives me, but to come out, Bob, and take a look at your test plot. You've got a lot of new stuff out here this year. And, of course, uh, with Vex, both corn and soybeans, I bet. Yes, we've got a really big plot here and then down on State Road 18. Lots of beans, lots of corn. So you're testing a whole lot of stuff uh, for the farmers in this area. And it really helps to test, particularly in a year like this. And the old uh, windshield view of a field just doesn't cut it this year because there's a lot that looks pretty uniform up nice and tall it's green it's pollinated but that doesn't tell the story no we've been walking out some of these fields and you know i think we're going to have a good average crop but of course you've known me a long time and we don't do things average here we do things you know we're wanting 200 plus corn and we're wanting 70 bushel beans and we do a good job doing that with some of these bex hybrids especially and and varieties but this year there's going to be some 150 bushel corn i think there's going to be some 220 maybe 230 bushel corn too but we got pollinated great, but as you can see, these ears we're looking at right now, we just, we're, we're losing our fill, our tip fill, so. And interesting that you're telling me that, that both of these ears of corn came out of the same stand, I mean, probably not five feet apart. Yeah, it's exactly right. So, you know, we got one ear here that's probably 240 bushel of the acre, and then we've got another ear that might be 150. So again, I think our average yield is going to be good, but what we want is this 240, and we've just just we didn't have any choice. We had to plant a little bit too wet, but now that we're too dry, you know, some of those things are coming back to haunt us. Well, and that was the deal, wasn't it? I mean, it had a lot to do with spring because spring was just so goofy, you know. And I remember here just a few weeks ago, and everybody was talking about the weather and pollination, and what's the weather going to be like for pollination? And I'm thinking to myself, well, hold it, this stuff got planted over about a four or five week period. That's right. So yeah, we have stuff in all sorts of stages right now. So even our plot, you know, our plot here at home got planted late. Our plot down at Montpelier got planted fairly early. That corn's at a whole nother stage. So it depends on whether you got rain at the right stage or it pollinated at the right stage for your rain. It's just, there's just a lot of wild stuff going on. And then we would go through these little flashes of four or five days, absolutely nothing and bone dry. Right. And uh, I mean, out here in this plot we've got right here now, the cracks are just huge in the ground. And this corn is using, I think, close to a half inch of water a day, you know. So it's pulling it out of the subsoil, but boy, there's, there's just not much moisture there now we really need a rain and i'm thinking that as you pull these two ears out of the same plot to almost the same row and with that much diversity you know guys are looking at it and they're thinking what am i to take away from this it, probably premature to be pointing the finger at the hybrid that they planted yeah it probably is you really need to evaluate a lot of things this year um, tiling is huge this year so you'll see 50 bushel acre difference probably in a field that's well ditched versus a field that's not which is getting back to the basics Again, some of the things that Beck shows in their field days down there that we go to Atlanta is tiling versus non-tiling. And I mean, it's night and day difference, and we see it in our farms here all the time. And that's going to be a big deal this year. You know, one of the things, too, this year was about our soybeans. We got to the 4th of July, and there was some stuff that wasn't even canopied, much less flowering or anything else. And, you know, I kind of snicker at people that say, well, was it knee-high on the 4th of July? Well, there was some corn that was knee-high, and there was some that was shoulder-high. There was some that was ankle-high. Same situation with the beans. How are you assessing the bean crop at this point as you look around at a lot of the fields? It goes back to average again, I think. We put some eights and some sevens in front of our beans last year. Again, we really shoot for that. And this year, I think it's going to be a lot of fives and sixes, which 
Again, it's a good average crop, but that's not what we want. We don't want an average crop. We've had a lot of late season disease. There's a lot of seed issues throughout the whole industry as far as vigor goes. And that's in every seed company. And a lot of that is what we see with some of these problems we're having. And then there's a lot of nitrogen fixing problems with these beans. The heat, when the ground wasn't canopied, as you said earlier, the sun hits that ground. That ground in some areas was 100 degrees. We need 75 degrees in that canopy for those nitrogen nodules to really do what they need to do. So we just had a lot of things that really uncommon, really unusual, but they're just causing some problems. One of the things that you've said in the past, and it always rings in my ears when I'm looking at stuff is, is that, you know, it's years like this when we have problems and issues that we really begin to learn some things. And so there's a lot of takeaways from a year like this, both soybeans and corn. Have you looked at some of this stuff and thought, now that's a winner right there. I know, you know, every year there's a few of them that just kind of pop right out and you go, oh yeah, we're going to pitch that to our farmers. Yep. And we, we look for consistency here. We don't necessarily want a home run every year. We just want something that's every year is at the top. And, you know, you can have one that's a home run this year. Next year it strikes out. We don't want that. For We want our customers to have consistent yields all the time. And so we're down here, we were just down walking a bean plot this morning, and there's some varieties that are just super even through that whole plot. They took the stress really well. Where water was on them a little bit, they still held up and handled it really good. Some other varieties that are really up and down and just didn't handle it good. We want those varieties that really took the stress well. So we, we love years when things are stressed because we can separate the men from the boys, and that's what we want to take to your farm. Okay, we're here at the open house. Uh, guys are going to get a chance to get out, walk the fields, talk with you, ask questions, and so forth. What about those folks that missed? Can we uh, come out, knock on the door, and say, hey, Bob, what do you got? Yep, we, we would love to walk personally with you on our test plots, uh, take a look at these hybrids. It gives us a little more time, actually. Today, we try to shake everybody's hand and visit with everybody, but it's a tough thing to do when we have this many guys here today. So we, uh, we love to eat pizza. So, you know, <laughs> stop out here around dinner time. We'll grab a pizza. We'll take a walk in the plots, and uh, we'll show you what we've got, and uh, we can all learn something, maybe. Yeah, those plots are right here in Pinedo, Indiana. Pretty easy to find. And if you don't know how to get here, then uh, just go on the website. they got a map right there at pribblagproducts.com. Bob, thanks so much. Always a pleasure. Appreciate you, Rob. Podcasts by Federated Media.